0: Since its launch in November 2015, Fresh as the Word has been a documentation of sorts for me, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier, as I journey through my love of music and pop culture, as well as using this platform to share my growth on topics important to me, which includes topics involving women's rights, people of color, and the LGBT community through the artistic lens of pop culture. As an ever-evolving podcast, I'm going back to my roots focusing more on the music artists I'm passionate about from the past and present. From the classic hip-hop artists I grew up on, to the new faces of dance. And from the metal bands I've long appreciated, to the indie alternative artists stealing my heart. Fresh of the Word aims to tell the stories of those who need their contributions to music known, while also exposing my audience to the next artist to watch out for. Sometimes before they blow up. Fresh is the Word. Hey, welcome to the Fresh is the Word podcast. I'm your host, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier, and like always, we have the freshest of guests for you. The guests for this episode are Esther and Becky of the band The Narcotics, a West African art folk band based in Brooklyn. The two, both daughters of African immigrants, met in an elementary school course class in Woodbridge, Virginia, where their creative, musical, and personal sisterhood would start and lead up to the release of their debut EP, Mommy Issues. Soaking up the ancestral and cultural influences throughout their lives, The Narcotics have such a fresh, spiritual sound that is both fun and soulful. During my chat with Esther and Becky, we talk about how they met and how they became such a close duo. It was a fun conversation, and they're definitely a band to watch out for in the future. So, after a brief word from our sponsor, let's get into this interview with Esther and Becky from the band The Narcotics. And now a brief word from our sponsor. Founded in 2015, 20 by 20 Apparel seeks to bring original tributes to pro wrestling's classic arenas, moments, and events. They look to spotlight the biggest, smallest, strangest, and strongest. They also provide an array of services. In the world of wrestling, where there are hundreds of shirts, promotions, flyers, social media accounts, and ads, don't get lost in the sea of parody shirts and display fonts. They can provide professional graphic design services at a reasonable price. 20x20 also hand screen prints all of their tees in-house. If you would like to discuss a possible run of tees, posters, koozies, foam fingers, even zubaz, then drop them a line. Go to 20x20apparel.com. That's the number 20, the letter X, the number 20, (laughs) apparel.com. Welcome back, folks, to the Fresh of the Word podcast, and we got a great guest for you. Like always, we have the freshest of guests for you. And joined with me is Esther and Becky of the Narcotics, and they have a great, a great new EP out called "Mommy Issues." Yo, thanks for joining us.
1: Woo! Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for
0: having us. No problem. Like one of the things that like. When I uh, when I got a little promo of uh, this EP a while back, one of the things that like just struck me is like this is unique, like this is something like I don't hear much, and I automatically felt like I know like knew a little bit about both of you. Like I felt like you guys put a lot of like your quirkiness onto this record, but also a lot of yourself, your heritage and whatnot. Like when it comes to the sound of narcotics, you know. Like, is that true? What's in, what's in it all?
2: Yeah, I think that's very true. Um, I think that we definitely just kind of, we don't go into it trying to achieve any kind of sound. Um, We just kind of like literally just like throw up all over the place and then like, (laughs) we'll we'll, like like, gather it
0: up and put it into a nice thing.
2: Literally. Trying to like like make the throw up look pretty, which is like yeah. Like, that's
0: thank God it. for Colin. Our um, and it looks and yeah. it sounds and looks very pretty after that.
1: You don't want to know what goes on in the back end. <laughs> horses, horses are
0: involved.
2: No, yeah, it's definitely like um, it's it's lovely because Becky and I will um, like we compose the music, if you will and um we'll like take turns kind of sending riffs back and forth sometimes we'll be in the same room and we'll just kind of like just kind of like i don't know something things will come out of us and um so that's like usually variation numbers 1 through like 22 and then we'll involve our guitarists adam um and like the drummer and like we just got a new bassist but pri- like before this it was just kind of like the four of us Um, and, and then it'll take on new, new forms after that. Like once they get involved and it's crazy. Yeah. It's all of our personalities, like you said, in one.
0: How do you sort of like, uh, you know, be able to, you know, be vulnerable enough and be kind of courageous enough to put it all out there when, you know, you know, some of those things might not be, you know, might be unfamiliar to a listener.
1: I've missed the first part of the question. How, how do you become vulnerable?
0: Yeah. Like, how do you like, yeah. How do you like just become like, like be open to being able to just throw all of this out there to, to your listeners when some of it might be, you know, stuff that they might not be, you know, used to or familiar with and might even think is weird sounding, you know?
1: Oh, it's because I think that when we're writing and making music, it's kind of music that we, we, wished was already out we're writing music that we want to listen to you know so it's like yes we are a left field but i'm sure there's some other person or people that it could probably touch too so why not you know yeah but you're totally
2: right it takes it definitely does take being vulnerable and just like and luck i mean we're just lucky to all um kind of have grown up together (laughs) And like, there's no, we are just unadulterated when we're creating music together. For that reason, it was very vulnerable.
1: Things escalate fast <laughs> when we're just all together and that like things tumble out. Yeah. We're, we're trying to rail it in all the time, pretty much.
0: <laughs> Perpetually. But at the same time, when I was listening to Mommy Issues, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of things that I'm like, yo, this this is very new sounding, but it's... It molds well with a lot of things that uh, that people might be, you know, familiar with, whether it's, you know, from a soul standpoint or from a folk standpoint or whatnot. You know, how do you sort of, you know, keep that balance?
1: Becca? Oh, I'm not gonna lie, there is no balance. I thought <laughs> um, I was like, ah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, there's no balance. Right. <laughs> but I mean, in short, um but it really I mean if, for instance we're writing the album where we're like in the laboratory writing the album right now and I will say like songs vary to vary but there's still that spirit of the narcotics throughout there's I don't know what it is there's not really any human explanation or human word as, as an essence that underlies all of our music but our music does shift from like from left to right, uh, north to south, a lot like Rip to Rebecca versus John Joseph. I mean, what <laughs> on the same EP? But for some reason, like you know, this is a narcotics song. But um, uh, what was the question? <laughs> 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 for real. I think, I,
0: I, think forgot. I forgot. No, how do you like the, keep the balance and whatnot in like you know being you know oh, being yeah, left no. field, but still like. You know, having it tied to something that people might recognize.
2: Well, thank you for saying oh. that because I like, I like we we had no idea how it would be received. Like I, for like to be honest, like I'm just kind of like, are people going to like this? We live in a bubble where we're like, for the most part, we for have been either performing for friends or sharing our music with friends or you know just playing it amongst ourselves, and so you start to wonder like, is this like one of those moments where your mom's like, you're pretty because you're like her, her <laughs> kid. Like, you know, like you need a complete stranger or somebody that's like not in your bubble to be like, yo, I really bleep. Can I say the F word? Yeah, go please? ahead. Okay. But I really fuck with this um, to be like, whoa, okay. So, like, this is like not maybe not as crazy or they're crazy. Yeah. Like, it's hard to tell. Like, you
0: just met who's more crazy, crazy people like you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, Becky's right. There's no balance. It just kind of happens. How's it been, sort of? You know, starting to step out of that bubble.
1: Oh, Uh, a slap! I'm. I was. I sent an email this morning to um, shout out to uh, Daniel Gill. Woohoo! He. I sent an email this morning for some good news that's coming out based on the EP and stuff. And I.
2: Nope. Worst time for you to lose audio. <laughs> Worst time.
0: <laughs> the suspense. I was like, yeah. oh, shoot. Yeah. Say? <laughs> Come back, Android. <laughs> Becky, you there?
2: I wonder if she's also like just still talking like she's yeah probably still like she talking. don't
0: even know that like she dropped out the
2: sad thing um what was the question though maybe i can help
0: um just stepping out of the bubble
2: oh what's it been like yeah it's been it's been wild it almost feels like an overnight kind of thing too because yeah shout out to daniel he's amazing he's been helping us with publicity and like with um just putting our music in front of people yeah. Um, like we can only reach as far as our arms will allow us to. And so like that really, really, really made a difference for us and it's just kind of like wild. It's very, very wild having people from just like uh, different places, like not necessarily, we have somebody from Italy who um, reached out to us and was like, I like I want to write about you in, in my Italian publication. And I was like, that's lit. Like, right, right. <laughs> that's super cool. Uh, I would love to. And like, yeah, it's it's been great. I actually, I thought that I would have more anxiety about it because I'm a little bit more on the introvert side. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and a little bit, like, sensitive to when it comes to music and art. I feel you. I feel uh, <laughs> Yeah.
0: I'm kind of the same way. Like,
2: But it's really cool. It's really cool getting feedback, even, like, the feedback that's not positive. Sometimes, like, people are like, oh, like, this is a little bit, like, intense. Or, like, you know, even that stuff is really useful to
0: us and really helpful to us as artists it's like okay like okay maybe intense to you and i'm like we kind of did it that way i guess (laughs) yeah it's like i
2: i agree it's like i'm glad
0: i'm like i'm glad you pointed that out because that was uh you know part of everything by design (laughs) design. all right
1: becky's
0: back. back here back to black
1: i was sending an email and in the email i was like I'm rocking back and forth in the corner <laughs> and, and I'm screaming and uh, yeah. Sorry. I just tried to slip back in like nothing ever happened. So
2: uh. You're like, what are you talking?
1: <laughs> 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 she tried she to goes. finish her
2: sentence. from. Yeah, before. I'll Sorry, just I edit
0: it around like, you know, move yours here, move yours there. So, okay. What were you, okay, Becky, what were you talking about again? You were like, just like, yo, I got this email and then. Boom.
1: Oh no! You asked if, um, like, what is it like, sort of having put it out. Yeah. From not thinking, like not being in the bubble, it actually being out in the world. And then I was telling you that I was sending the PR agent, um, Daniel Gill, an email, and I told him that I had closed all of my curtain windows and I'm rocking in back and forth in the corner right now. That's how it feels. In short, that's that's what it feels like. Feels like. um outer body kind of really surreal because it, it seems to be received pretty well i mean we're here we're talking to you seems to be well received so it's not it wasn't us that was crazy it wasn't okay. everyone else everyone's crazy. We're all crazy. On, yeah
0: or you're just thinking well, that everybody else is crazy and you're like you know Maybe you should give, you know, people, you know, the benefit of the doubt and like just put your music out there and being like, Hey,
1: they're also, yeah, they are also on that too.
0: (laughs) So you, you know, you, you two have known each other since elementary school, going back to Virginia. Like what is it about your, your friendship that like still holds true today where you can still like make music and, and do this thing, you know? Like, what is it about that?
1: Stop smiling, <laughs>
2: <laughs> because like instantly when you said, "What is it about you?" that's still the same. I was going like, "Well, Becky's still short." <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> see,
0: jokes um, like jokes.
1: Been <laughs> the same distance, height apart <laughs> forever. I'm like, can I not? Oh, you can't see me. Well, I'm so making crazy. a. I'm hands right now but anyway um it's probably true
2: my mom found this um like video recording of us in the fifth grade where we had to do um Mm -hmm. like a play or like a musical and like i had to be george washington so many layers to that becky had to be like a representative from yeah yeah, from pennsylvania (laughs) or something like that and you can see the height difference. Like it is definitely <laughs> the same. Like, it's like, definitely that, have it's like that old,
0: like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Danny DeVito movie. Uh, twins.
1: <laughs> Not Danny DeVito guys. So I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <Danny DeVito>. um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, it's a, it's family. That's the thing you can't like, you can't get rid of your family. You also can't choose your family and that's, actually the situation at this point. I mean, at that point too, I mean, we're both, we fell into each other. I mean, it's like past lives, future lives, whatever, fell into each other, our families, our family, like, you know, being, having the same condition in this country definitely made the bond immediately closer, you know, like West African, first generation, Mm -hmm. uh, both, in a choir everything together in the same both have the same humor because we were literally eight so our humor <laughs> getting molded as we speak you know like it's just we're our formative 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 years created this bond but like, where we're just kind of the same person kind of literally people will send us one dress and be like <laughs> not- that did happen that ha- i mean yeah. people just talk about us as one thing uh one entity and it's hilarious now that's
2: pretty funny um actually um, shout out to maria before christ she's super cool so she actually was one of the first people to ever interview us and she put it so like i'm never gonna forget this because she said that we developed a mutual language like a strange but mutual language and that's like the one thing that i say i'll say has like held since like we met as children and, like that language has mutated now yeah. to the point where we don't even really need to speak. Like I swear to God, sometimes Becky will like, literally sometimes we'll just say the exact same thing at the same time, but other times she'll literally just steal the words. And I'm like, why would I, why am I even trying to talk? But it's really <laughs> useful. It's really useful like when we're creating music because it's like, okay, cool. You're like finishing my sentence, but on the drums or like on the keys or like, you know, yeah. it's it's
1: It's, it's efficient as any. <laughs> But you don't want to be in the room while we're creating music because it's just (laughs) ugly. We're just mooing at each other. (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) It's slow motion. How? How? We're just mooing and like Like, growling. Yeah. Yeah. Just growling. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's animal. There's a lot
2: of, there's a lot of animal sounds in the world for sure.
0: (laughs) And sometimes you need that, you know, get it out. (laughs)
2: You get it. You believe it. I was just barking today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just went barking today, so I get it.
0: (laughs) You know, being that you're both, uh, you know, first generation in this country, is there any sort of, uh, you know, an outlook that looks, you know, that is different uh, coming from both of you that maybe, um, you know, black folks that have lived here in the U.S. for generations uh, is there anything, you know, different coming from there where you're, you, you directly have like a link where you can hear stories about, you know, Africa, where you're from and whatnot. Is there any difference in that you see?
2: Probably. I mean, I wouldn't, I just, okay, I wouldn't know, like, just because I couldn't, like, literally couldn't live both perspectives at once. Yeah. But I I do know that living in an African household in America is like the most hilarious thing okay. Becky can speak to this too <laughs> it's like being in between the two worlds is like insane and we do have like a direct line to like like my mom will tell me stories about when she was a kid and she'll tell me like all these like kind of folkloric kind of like witchcraft type stories and I'm like uh-huh. maybe you could read about you probably buy a book um nowadays like they're way more accessible about like African mythology and stuff like that but like I guess we do have a direct line to those kinds of stories and like hearing about like their upbringing and also just like going to Africa and like experiencing that is, uh, it's, 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 it's formative for us for sure.
1: Definitely. I mean, literally, yeah, it's like, I call it like the, well, it's already a concept that's been made up. Call it like the third, the third culture. You're neither American nor African or something in the middle. It's kind of a really wise position to be in like one foot in, one foot in, U.S. one foot in Africa, like, you'll go to school with all your American friends and do that thing, and then you go home, and it's just every, you know, the culture is seeping through the walls, the artwork in your house, the food that you're eating that no one could even, you couldn't even pronounce, like, the spices that you're trying, the languages that are being spoke, everything, and then, you know, going to Cameroon, uh, Ivory Coast, like, as a kid, like, that, first off, it's a privilege, um, but to be able to, get in there and go to the farms, go to, into the village, like really do the rituals, you know, go to church there and do all these things that will, are branded in us, in our DNA. And therefore, and of course you go home and you're listening to Kofi uh, Olomide or Miwe and all these people that are, your your dad. the dads are always blaring the music, like all the time. So as a kid, you're listening to, of course it's going to influence, you know, exactly, how we think of rhythm, how we think of the pulse and beats and, and tones. So it's yes to, yeah, it definitely influences. Hardcore.
2: There's also, one more thing I want to add to that. Is, there's also just like <clears throat> the notion of being an immigrant in general, um, like as like an African coming to this country that like, when I was growing up, there were, there were always at least 15 people in my house like right. living with me.
0: <laughs> right? um
2: yeah. and like even throughout like you know like we're all you know there's always people like you know trying to come to the land of opportunity and like you know like my parents are always helping out like a cousin or an aunt or like a nephew so like I grew up with a ton of people around all the time and so like kind of this village mentality um and this sort of like like definitely the village mentality and that informs a lot of like how we live our lives as well just like everything's about this village mentality everything's about just being in community and being in communion even whether it's like in the forest or like whether it's like like, becky loves to go to mexico just like being in mexico with like a ton of friends and house on the beach like you know all of that also really informs our music like you'll hear it when we're like screaming at the end of um lilith but come on to the mountain come on to the swim it's like I feel like there's definitely not an intentional but definitely like a a line um like a direct line to like how we envision the world in there too Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know being that you both are a part of these uh immigrant families coming to the us you know how how did that inform you into like dealing with a lot of the shit that black folks have to deal with in America, you know, black women also like racism, misogyny, you know, all that stuff. Did it inform you in any ways that, you know, that you, that might seem different than others?
1: Hmm. Mm, I would say that that's a really, you know, big question because a lot of times African, I, well, Clearly, we're all black. Black people are all black skin tone, skin color. Yeah. But it definitely is like one. Some it feels like a degree removed when we think of like black Americans and then first generation Afro or African like African Americans in a way. I know this sounds crazy, but like or friend, you know, we don't. I I don't feel. So the I don't know the history of like American history, American as, slavery, yeah. like American slavery, which yeah. is an Amer, which is America's history. I yeah. like if you ask me, like that's what yeah. America is slavery. Um, I don't feel that connection as say you know one of my black friends, a group in like Louisiana, her grandpa, like they could point to the plantation that one of their great grand, you know, like yeah it feels kind of removed for sure, if I'm being honest. And um, for that, I think it informs the way I go move about the world, like, you know, like uh, move about the, the country, I guess you could say. Not to say, but at the end of the day, we're all have black skin, brown skin. So um, we're certainly, I don't know, again, it goes with the bubble thing. I've never really... Yeah. Yeah, it's never been some harsh, crass, you know, like overt kind of racism going on in, in my life and in my face. We've lived in a bubble of high privilege um, to go to really diverse schools all of our life, minus UVA, um, go and be brought up in situations where everyone is really understanding and beautiful and open and free, um, free of judgment. So... Um, I too. guess it, it informs us in a way that gives, it kind of makes us feel a little bit removed yeah, from yeah. the black American experience, if we're being honest. Like, it's just kind of, it's it. that's a really interesting question because it's something I think about and I'm like, huh.
2: Yeah, we do actually, Becky and I do talk about this. It's funny. And um, I agree with like most of what she said, which is that like our, perspectives have been shaped by obviously our experiences and kind of like the way we see the world, which is gonna be different than a black American for sure. Maybe even like an East African or a South African or a North African. It's just like, there are so many different like layers everywhere, right? But like one thing that I started to pick up on, especially in college and a little bit after college is like, because I have this perspective where I kind of, I don't don't, like really go searching for hidden subtexts like you know mm-hmm. in the way people interact with me that there it's probably the case that there were a bunch of microaggressions that i just didn't even pick up on because mm-hmm. like my mind is so like somewhere else so yeah like, like somebody, right? you know it's obvious now if somebody's like oh my god i love your hair is it real or can i touch your hair or oh my, like i went to berlin once and like some literally this po- this polish guy, guy was like oh, my God, I love your skin. Can I touch it? Can I touch it? (laughs) Which is the craziest shit I've ever heard in my life. Right. right. Um, (laughs) But, like, you know, there's this, like, kind of, like, ignorance, you know, like, this bliss in being, like, um, in in not having dealt with kind of, like, the weight and burden of discrimination. um, Slavery that, like, I think that we... Uh, have been privileged to experience but at the same time we're just being a like every single day I'm like learning you know about about the complexities of that for sure
0: how much does your upbringing your family upbringings like go into uh, the music that you guys have been doing
1: um I'm literally speaking in position English in Adonai uh for sure which is a language spoken in many West African countries, like in the household, it's a dialect actually, pigeon English. So I mean, literally like, linguistically. And then um um also in the fact that, uh well, you can definitely tell that we were, were not, we live in a bubble of non-judgment. Speaking on Esther's point, like we live in a bubble of like the privilege of, you know, sort of, Feeling freer, feel, not feeling that burden, and you can feel that in the music. It's very lighthearted, and we kind of don't hold back any, any inclination, any howl, anything, anything that maybe growing up was something that should have or would have been suppressed. You know, uh, figuratively speaking, um, we kind of let it all hang out because we feel free to do so. And so I think that's how the upbringing kind of informed that, the music. Yeah. Should I put on my video? I'm going to
0: try and get my video going. I feel left <laughs> out now. Yay! Ugh, <laughs> uh, shut up. <laughs> you know, um, what, what is some of your favorite music? You know, whether it's the first things that you, you know, listen to as a kid or, you know, whatever you're, you're still listening to now.
2: Um, yeah, for me, it's informed by, like, what I'm going through at the time. So, like, obviously, that's going to be, I think that's going to be true for most people. But, yeah. for example, I'm having, like, an Italian, like, 60s Italian ballads phase right now.
0: Nice. Which I oh love. Like,
2: <laughs> like, these Italian women with, like, hoarse voices, like, screaming in love in the 60s. Like, I'm loving that right now. Yeah. Um. And then I saw this documentary yesterday called Sisters with Transistors, which reminded me of how much I actually really, really loved um, electronic, kind of like um, electronic computer music, Becky's going to hate this, um, in, uh, in college. It's like, it's like the whole concept that like any sound is music. It can be noise. It can be like a bus going by and a, and a bird chirping at the same time. Yeah. Like that's, that's really cool. Um, obviously, African music, Afro Latino music, anything that has like drums that like that, and drum and bass that like play against each other. Yeah. Punk music. I'll let Becky go too. I had just like have so many music tastes, musical tastes. Becca.
0: Becky, still there?
2: Becky likes a lot of prog music, like prog rock. Um, she, that's I think that primarily informed her interest in drums so like this town needs guns is like a big influence of hers and toe and um she even like in high school she's really into Circa survive (laughs) i was too actually (laughs) um then also just like villagey west african music um cameroonian music of course i think she's gonna probably rejoin again um, we also, we overlap a lot, um, in like kind of weird places, actually. Like we had a Paramore phase in, in high school <laughs> <laughs> and actually still, I still really, fun- I mean, like, I don't know their there are new music, but like right. we'll still go back and listen to like Riot and like, um, and just like scream those songs as well. Good stuff.
0: Right. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what about you? Like what is what kind of music I know? I can tell that you're into hip hop.
0: <laughs> yeah, um really big into hip hop since I was like twelve years old. Um a lot of the mm-hmm. stuff um like all all types of stuff from Detroit, um where it's the hip hop or rock or electronic music. Uh the first things I was ever into when I was a kid was uh I was like six or seven, so I was into uh Jimi Hendrix. Oh, I was yeah. really into the who, um, I loved, I love Def Leppard and Def Leopard's still my favorite band of all time. I don't listen to them. Maybe yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah. That's like an 80. They're like, they're, for, they're like a hard rock band from the eighties. Uh, oh, okay. they're still around, still a big, huge, still touring, huge, you know, still a huge band. Um, cool. but then, um, you know, when I was like in sixth grade, that's when I really started like getting into hip hop. Um nice. which was in it was a you know, it was like the NWA, Ice Cube, Doctor mm. Dre, um, and then stuff from Detroit at the at that time. And then eventually nice. got into like the East Coast rap with like, you know, Wu Tang Clan and Gangstar, yeah. Mob Deep and stuff like that, like like Mob Deep's *The Infamous* is like my favorite hip hop album of all time.
2: Um, wow! Wow! Okay,
0: cool. Stuff like that. But these days, like I'm really, in, I'm I'm still into hip hop, oh, but I'm also like really into like death metal and metalcore.
2: And, <laughs> cool.
0: And like stoner rock and like sludge Ooh, metal, yeah. and then also just other things here and there that kind of like um, really, you know. Right. Really fancy kind of like, you know, hardcore music, punk, post-hardcore. Um, yeah. Then there's, you know, yeah. then there's some like, you know, R&B stuff that I like, soul music stuff. Um, um You know, a little bit of everything, but it all kind of has like uh, a lot of the music that I like kind of has a similar vibe to it, where it's like, it's kind of very edgy, very street, very mm. fuck you, you know yeah like yeah. like like an r&b singer can say you know fuck you in the same like in a different way as like a post hardcore band can say yes. "fuck you
2: this is why i like the 60s italian ballads right now because it's like literally they're screaming fuck you but it also sounds like i love you but, yeah you know, this is everything i want it's just big big energy
0: yeah there's all these music where it's like it's the rough. same thing they're they're trying to say similar things but they say it in such a different way different energy and whatnot Day. like you can really you know just kind of get into it
1: yeah world view I'm trying to act like I've been here um I have been here but my I'm so sorry I accidentally unplugged literally both my router and, <laughs> like in one swoop both my router and the like connector thing but I'm back in action guys
0: we saw you for like you one did. second you know like uh I don't know
1: Bring your blue
2: ass back. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> we saw you on the video <laughs> right for right one now, second. I was like, oh, like that's what, she, yeah, okay, that's what she looks like. I don't, you looked good in that one second.
1: Oh my god, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm practicing on looking good. Okay. <laughs> Wait, uh, I'm trying to get it back. But in the meanwhile, music. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually on, literally just before this turned off the really dramatic 60s Italian mountaintop music as well as i've been into um returning to my progressive rock roots with this new band that we've um i've discovered no narcissism intended but on the narcotics radio obviously we're I mean, just looking for bands that I could potentially play with and stuff yeah they're called floaty i love their i love their sound. they're um i am re- being reductive right now but it's uh, progressive rock math, math rock kind of vibe um, really dope. So I'm, I'm loving. There's a feeling that math rock gives me that no other music can give me. It's just kind of like, so it's a, it's a conversation with the drums and guitar that for me that gets me like really excited, music nerd style excited. So that's my vibe these days.
0: Yeah, there's much more coordinated effort with that. To it's where-
1: coordinated effort. It's like the opposite of what we're doing with the narcotics. Um so yeah, it's refreshing. I'm like, oh literally math. <laughs>
0: hmm
1: How about wait, I heard I heard the tail end of what you were kinda of getting into these days.
0: Um but no, I was saying I was saying to uh, Esther earlier that I was like I grew like my favorite, you know, the first things that I liked was like the Who and uh Jimi Hendrix. Oh, my favorite yes. band of all time is Duff Leppard ever since I was, like, seven uh. years old. um, But then, like, I, you know, I started getting into hip-hop when I was, like, 12. And, mm. lo- you know, a lot of stuff like that. You know, Mob... Hey, there you are.
1: Hey, guys. <laughs> what up?
0: Stuff like Wu-Tang oh, Clan God. and Mob Deep and stuff like that. Oh, you disappeared on us again. I
1: don't know what's going on, but, but I, um, I'll, I'll... Ignore me. Yeah.
0: But it's stuff like that, like Detroit music of all kinds. I'm into, um, you know... And, and yeah, but like, yes, but these days, like, I like a lot of different stuff, but it, it's kind of like, I don't like necessarily a genre. I like specific like bands, like specific artists and how they do things. Exactly. There's things that I look for. There's things that I look for in, in each bands. But I don't like a specific genre. Like one thing I do specifically look for is I, I look for women who do music in all sorts of uh, genres. Cause um, uh-huh. I, I like the, I like that like perspective on things. Um, you know, there might you know, just I, I like a woman's perspective on on you know all types of music. You know, whether it's it's metalcore or hip hop or you know, punk. Energy.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's like an
0: energy and stuff like that that I, I'm really drawn to, and so that's like one of the things that I look for. Ah, that's so
2: sweet. Like that's, that's like, really uh, awesome. For sure, I think. Uh, women and, like, women identifying or whatever, like, the the misrepresented, like, underrepresented voice in music, it's, like, awesome that you're, um, that you're, like, okay. emphasizing that and raising okay. that up. Yeah.
0: yeah, and with me, like, um, you know, identifies non-binary, you know, gender, yeah. you know, gender not conforming, you cool. know, a lot of times it's because I don't, like, really, connect with a lot of like okay i'm just tired of men's shit that's the easiest way of saying like just
1: dude music
0: like yeah i don't like a lot of that i (laughs) really there's some that i love there's some that i like but like a lot of like i i just don't connect with but then like i connect with like i connect with like like the feminine side of me like a lot more at times you know Mm -hmm. especially in music you know and and that's definitely like, a, you know, reason why I was drawn to both of you because I was like, okay, this is very Yay. interesting. um just, just looking at your, you know, your backstory and just in your in your bios and stuff, I was just like, this is very interesting. But then when I listened mm-hmm. to it, I was like, yo I really dig this. This is dope because it has a lot mm-hmm. of things that I do like, you know, and then there's some like new things, some very interesting things that they put into it. Ooh. So that, that's was very drawn. That's why I was very drawn to you guys.
2: Wow! Super cool. That's so nice. Yeah,
1: that's like cool to hear. Like, how you got to us? How did this happen?
0: Yeah. What? No, that's (laughs) sweet. Yeah, a lot of yeah, a lot of like how I find stuff is just is that's kind of a that's that's I'm like such a music nerd that like the journey to find something or I don't even like saying that I found something. I, I feel like the music found me more or less yeah like, definitely it's it's very ego driven to say you found something you know like you found a <laughs> mm-hmm, piece of music true, actually you discovered very, like, this in band in general like, yeah i was listening to them before they're famous or whatever all that stuff is very ego driven like mm. i like to say that it like that music found me you know and and that's what and that's what makes like and that's why i like to like interview people like you the people that i you know that that this music comes into my life because it makes me appreciate the music a lot more. If like I interview them and it's like a cool exchange like we're having now, then I can really Uh kind of, you know, dig deeper into the music. You know, a lot of times people say, you know, um, you know, let the music do the talking, but there's so much other stuff that goes into the music, you know, good and bad that can affect how, you know, how you, how you enjoy it, how you process it
2: yeah I agree with you more
1: <laughs> yeah, literally
0: yeah like like if like i you know i love the mommy issues ep but if you guys were out like like being mad toxic about something i'd be like ah, uh-huh. oh, fuck that shit <laughs> <laughs> i
2: see what you're saying yeah so you're you're not um or let me let, let me frame it as a question uh are you then able to separate the artist from the person especially like with with like bands that you really really respect, or whose music you respect,
0: it's really hard for me to do that. Like, yeah. it really really hard. You know, it's yeah. a lot of times when I, you know, you know, there's definitely been times when I've like totally like cut off listening to people because I was like, cancel. <laughs> I'm like, yo, uh, I. I can't, you know, I can't, not, yeah. I can't do it anymore. But like you, know? you know,
2: too much. Yeah. I know too point.
0: much. And I'm like, nah, I, I can't support this dude anymore. You know, it's yeah. whether it's something that like got, you know, that's something that's like widely known and got like put on Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff, or just things that I, I've like heard and from trusted sources or experienced mm-hmm. firsthand, you know, it's hard for me to separate those things. Yeah. I could do yeah. that. As we kind of like, um, as we kind of wind down this interview, uh, what what do you feel like the sort? Of, what, what do you hope people get out of the music that you guys are making? What do you pe- you know hope people get out of this "Mommy Issues" EP? Yeah, I hope they get
2: love.
1: The capacity to love. I hope they feel loved. I hope that they're able to access a part of themselves that allows them to be super vulnerable, as vulnerable as ever, like newborn baby, open vibes, nude, in the nude, to be able to listen to the music and receive that power, the, the power of vulnerability and the power of love. I know power of love, what is this? Um, but seriously though, that that's what I hope. And that's what we all hope.
2: Absolutely, I feel Absolutely. the same way. Are right. you crying? I
1: feel right little <laughs> a little like, bit. A little bit. Like Man, well, I
2: um, Yeah, I mean, as long as they feel something, like for sure. Like I think, sometimes I'll listen to something. Music. Right. Just feel. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to distinguish. It's like, what is that I am feeling? I feel a tingle. Like I feel something. Like I want. I want to go for a job. True. But, you know, whatever it is, I think that is because then that just means that, like, the message got to you, you know, like it got to you, it got through you. And that's, just,
1: um, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Like,
1: spreading that. What did you feel when you listened to the album, Kelly?
0: I felt like it made me happy. That's what it did. It made me happy. Oh, like, even Rift to Esther? I mean, sorry, even
1: Esther? <laughs> I'm scared every time I hear that song. Saying like, no. <laughs> no. It
0: was just No, it just made me happy. I was like, it gave me a, just a, a, a refreshing energy when I listened to it. Wow. Oh, that's, that's
2: sick. sick. Yeah, that is awesome. I'm that's
1: glad.
0: That's so good. Before we get that's out of here. See,
1: this is, this is, this is
0: all. Wait, what was that?
1: This is all we, uh, I guess, to circle back to that question you asked before, like what gives you the energy or power or something to be able to like bring this music out of the bubble and there it is. Oh, yeah. There it is. Refreshing,
0: yeah.
1: uh, happy, happiness, a feeling. That's it.
0: Before we get out of here, is there any, you know, final words you want to just share?
1: Hi, Mom. Sorry, Mom. <laughs>
2: That's so valid, though. (laughs) Hi, Becky's mom. Happy birthday to Becky's mom. Like, (laughs) what the fuck? Oh, my God, it's my mom's
1: birthday. Oh, my God, I have to call her. Holy shit. I'm a shit child. Yeah. Hence, mommy issues. Um, Like, I
0: kind of understand. It's, like, weird, and I can understand why Esther would know that it's your mom's birthday more than you. That's would.
1: crazy. I forgot. Sorry if she's listening to this. But after talking Wait, but with you, I understand uh, it too. It's opposite day. Yeah, you
2: get it, right? You get it. You get it. I have the bifocals in the in the fucking. You know, but... Oh my
1: god! I have to call my mom.
2: We take uh-huh. turns wearing the bifocals, but I I tend to wear the bifocals more.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, before we get out of here then, um, where can people go online to get more information about their narcotics, the mommy issues, EP, where to follow y'all?
2: Yeah. Cool, thanks for asking that. So um, we are most prolific on Instagram, of course, like all the kids. But we have, um, I, I would say go to our website, it's narxnarx, N-A-R-X, N-A-R-X dot N-A-R-X, um, we have Facebook, Twitter, Spotify is where like our music is. We also have Apple Music, Bandcamp, SoundCloud. So like we're trying to spread our seeds everywhere, but.
0: Thank you for listening to the Fresh of the Word podcast. Hosted and produced by myself, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier. Empowered by Anchor at anchor.fm slash fresh of the word. Fresh of the Word theme music provided by Steve O. You can find more of his productions at I am Iamsteveo.bandcamp.com And that's E-Y-E-A-M-S-T-E-V-E-O.bandcamp.com Fresh of the Word is available on all major streaming platforms. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. If you want to support Fresh of the Word, please consider pledging via Patreon at patreon.com slash fresh of the word. Follow Fresh of the Word on social media, on Twitter at Fresh of the Pod, on Instagram at Fresh of the Word Podcast, and join the Facebook group at facebook.com groups slash Fresh of the Word. For more information about Fresh of the Word and our other podcasts, Breaking Records and Renaissance Soul, and a collection of pop culture articles and reviews, please visit Podcast.com. Thank you for listening and your support. Goodbye. And good night. Fresh,
1: fresh, 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 fresh is the word